Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue, Dan Hickett and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Uh, it's all good. Our Gator podcast brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians, providing an unparalleled level of care. Visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialists in Riverside, Ponte Vedra, Northside, Southside, Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. A lot to do today, Frank, and I want to talk about the Gator football team and FSU, obviously, right. but also want to kind of peek ahead a little bit as well, and that's odd that we would be doing that FSU week because right. normally it's one of nerves and, that's right. and, and worrisome, and, and look, as a Gator fan, you're always going to be worried when you play FSU because you don't ever want to lose to them, but, uh, you know, I, quite frankly, I'd like to put it on them 35 nothing at the half, and then I'd like to step on their throat even more in the second half and enjoy every freaking second of destroying FSU if, if at all possible. Yeah, me too. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm 100% with you. But I, this is I will, a Gator podcast, right? Yeah, it is. Annihilate but, Yeah, I, but, but having said that. Leave no stone unturned. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. No, yes and no. Okay. I, I think Florida's 18-point favorites. That, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. They're an 18-point. I was you – know, I'm pretty good usually at guessing these lines. Yeah. I would have missed on this. I'd have had this one at 11, 12. Oh, really? Yeah, I'd have missed on this one. So maybe I see that logo and I can't shake the logo. I got to think that Dan Mullen and that offense can decide how many points they want to score. Well, FSU's it, defense has really been bad this yeah, year. Yeah, Florida will go up and down the field. And even if Cam Akers gets loose, well, here's my guess. Mm-hmm. At some point, either out of the Wildcat or runner, Florida has not been good when good backs run right at them. They right. Ha- they haven't been. Right. And so – I think Cam Akers is going to get loose for one of those 40s or 50s. Yeah. I think Tamari and Terry is going to get behind the defense for one of those 60s mm-hmm. or 70s. Mm-hmm. But even if they score 21, you'd think Florida scores 35, 38, 41. Yes. So I think, the, I think there's some points in the game. Yes. I think it's a game with some points. And Florida's better than FSU. They're at home. It's at night. Night. It's a, it's a night. It's senior night. Um, Mullen will have them ready to play. I, I don't worry that Florida's not going to win the game. I think Florida's going to win the game. If you ask me to score today – I'd say thirty-eight twenty-one, which is about the line. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's somewhere thereabouts. So, so with that, that said, Dan Mullen would be one of uh, only a couple Gator coaches in history. Meyer and Spurrier win ten, have a ten-win regular season. Yeah, so. yeah. Now, in fairness, mm-hmm. a hurricane. We cost added extra McElwain, games. Yeah, hur- well, yeah. If not for the hurricane, McElwain's got two ten wins. Kind so. of expunged him from my yeah, uh, memory banks. I, bank, so I but, apologize. But you're, but you're right. The two, we had this conversation the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt and Missouri. Proved that he's Spurrier Meyer because Vanderbilt, right? McElwain beats him twenty eight twelve. He beats him fifty six nothing. Missouri, they might have lost under Muschamp or McElwain. They win easily. Mm-hmm. So he, so yeah, he's going to win the game. I, uh, yeah, I think to win the game. I, I think that the, here's what I'm nervous about. Mm-hmm. I'm not nervous they're not going to win the game, but this is one of those. It's important not to lose games more than it's important to win games. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose this game, no, because if you lost this game. A lot of in-state momentum, a lot of what you've built. Uh, you you don't want to lose this game. Frank, at this point, if not now, when it comes to recruiting, right. comma, when, Dan Mullen, as far as guys staying in-state, should have his pick of the litter. Miami, they're all decommitting. They lost three guys over the weekend. They lost F-I-freaking-U. Uh, FSU is a mess. We don't even know who the coach is going to be. Uh, uh, they're a mess. If you can't recruit now in this state, I'm not sure you ever can. He has got to seize the momentum and seize the moment and sign a great class for 2020. Uh, 2021 is stacking up pretty well, but that's a year away. Let me let me with a, let me throw a caveat in there. Okay, okay, please do. I agree with you, Dan. I seriously agree with you. Mm-hmm. But understand. 
This is not 1985 or even 1995. That's true. It's not just out recruiting FSU and Miami. No, it's, it's keeping, Alabama. It's keeping Sean Wade from going to Ohio State. Correct. It's keeping Amari Cooper from going to Alabama. Three the, straight Trinity kids yeah. went to Ohio State. That's, yes. So that what it, what this is is keeping the really good players. You're gonna you're probably gonna out recruit FSU and Miami. Right. Can that's you, fair. Can you out recruit Georgia and LSU that's and Alabama? Fair. It didn't and used, didn't used to be like that. And in fairness to Dan Mullen, yeah. You're my recruit. Hello, Frank from Inglewood High School. You're a six-three quarterback. I really like you. You've yeah. got four or five stars attached to your name. Congratulations! You've led the Rams to a district championship. <laughs> like it. And and you're being recruited, but you didn't really grow up a Gator fan. Correct. So I'm talking to you, Frank. Frank, I would love you coming for you. Want to be a Gator, Frank? I yeah. mean, Gator man. Right. This state that means everything. You're set for life, Chief. Oh, really? Well, where am I going to what, – what do you have? You know, well, here are plans for our facility. Right. Now, you've just come back from Clemson. Where you went down the slide. Where you went down the slide. Right. You yeah. went to Alabama right. where you went into the nutrition-only building. Right, right. That's you even right. went out to Texas A&M, right. and, and, and you were like, holy and, cow. And here you're seeing dirt. And you're, you're seeing dirt. You're actually seeing an old baseball stadium where there will be dirt. Yes. And then after the dirt, yes. there will be a building. And some plans yeah, on paper. Right. I'm yeah. giving you some plans. And so, so, so that, that's in fairness, too. Yeah. So, But, yeah, I think they'll recruit well. As for the game itself, mm-hmm. I, I think they win the game. I'm like you. I think you need to win this game resoundingly like you did last year in Tallahassee. Yes. I think you need to – I think I, – I don't – look, any win's a good win in this series. But I agree with you, 28-27 with McPherson knocking in a 38-yarder yes. late. Ooh. It almost would feel like FSU got a you should FSU should never be at a moral victory stage in yes. that. Yes. But it almost would feel that way a little. I would agree with that. And, and what I don't want is to be sitting there at halftime in Gainesville Saturday night under the lights thinking, ooh, I just want to win. Yes. I, uh, I'm going to take you back. <laughs> I'm taking you back in time because I'm a back-in-time guy. Yes. In night, Florida State had this really good. Team. Florida beat them nine years in a row, sixties and seventies, uh-huh. and then Florida State had this really good team, seventy-seven on Woodham and Jordan. Mm-hmm. You remember that mm-hmm. team, sure? And they, they, Orange Bowl went uh, worked that Orange Bowl. Okay. By the way, okay, so they're so they're eleven and zero going to Orange Bowls, mm-hmm. right? But the seventy-nine game, Charlie Pell's first year, okay, in Gainesville, FSU's eleven and zero or ten and zero. Florida's oh nine and one. Oh, good gracious! That's the matchup. Oh it's no, a, it, this this has got. 54 nothing written all over. Right. Okay. They play the game. It's FSU winds up winning 27-17 or something, but Florida's about to win. Florida's right in it late. Right. Then Florida throws an interception, actually hit the ground, but they didn't, there's no replay back then. So, FSU – so, anyway, long story short, even as bad as Florida was, Florida sent a message, as awful as they'd been for – Florida State had worn them out three years in a row. But Florida sent a message under Pell – that this thing's getting flipped. It was the ultimate moral victory. Well, the next year they played the, one of the best teams ever in FSU in Tallahassee, mm-hmm. lost 17-13, then won six in a row. So you, that was a moral victory. Yes. I don't want FSU to have a moral victory in this game. I want this to be – 17-13 was the rain game where that, Sammy got the, we got the hold on – No, no, no. Florida won that game. That's right. The 17-13 was in 80 Okay. when uh, when Bobby Butler shut down Chris Collins. Okay, so it was 82 with the Sammy Smith. What was he, Sammy 80, Smith? That was, that was 86. 86. The 80, the 86 is gotcha. the, uh, the game you're talking about. Yes. That was the 80s. But Florida went on the six game. That was, that was the last of the six in a row. Okay. Okay, so uh, – It is a cyclical type Real cyclical. Contest. I talked to Bobby to... Bowden about that one. When I was uh-huh. at the time junior, I talked to Bowden about that. Uh-huh. And he said – I said, why is that? He says – 
You know, Frank, I don't know why it's like that, but he said, you know, it just seems, it seems, Frank, like when one of us are playing good, yes. the other one ain't playing, so, ain't playing so good. Yeah. That's exactly what he said. So I can 90-year-old Bobby Bowden. Yeah. Robert Kleckler. Yeah. Is... So, so, but I think Florida's okay. Yeah. Um, I think what do you need to see in the game, Dan, before we get to basketball and other things in mm-hmm. the future? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trask has got to hit some plays early because you can really pass on those guys. And you got to tackle Cam Akers early. I worry about the running backs getting loose. I worry about mm-hmm. the South Carolina running back. They, they, the South Carolina lost a starting running back, and the backup dude that was a transfer from Clemson, Feaster, yeah. couldn't tackle him. I worry that they couldn't tackle the Miami backs, although I know that was very early in the season. That's my biggest fear is can will they – I knew Swift was going get, to get loose at one point, and he got loose late in that game. Right. My biggest fear is – now, now, Keyshawn Vaughn, who I think is a good back, did better though against Swift and Vaughn. Yeah, they did. They right? did. They did. And then, and then, Missouri did nothing. So right. maybe they're. Good. But that's my concern. That's fair. Is it Acres and Ter- Acres and Terry are first round talents in my mind. They're good players. Yeah, they're both really good players. But you're right. I think Florida should go up and down the field. And I also think this: teams with interim coaches, mm-hmm. their will gets broken. Yeah, because they're, they're, there's nothing to play for. Right. So a team with an interim coach can start the game well. Mm-hmm. You go up fourteen to three over interim coach team, then you can pour it on. Then you can pour it on. Yeah. So, but I think Florida's. Okay. I can't wait to watch this. I I love watching Kyle Trask throw the football. I think it's. I think it's clear that he's been a um, one of the great. Fun- we'll look back in history. The Kyle Trask story in in the, in 2019 will be one of the great quarterback stories in Florida history. It won't Speaking be one of, of uh, in history, it yeah. will be one of the great yeah. stories in history. Speaking of quarterbacks yeah peer into your gaze into your crystal ball and as i tell you this there is a chance now this is not going to happen but there is a chance all three quarterbacks come back have to come back or leave right right kyle trask can graduate and go play elsewhere immediately your first thought on that would be well why would he stuck it out being a backup but there are whispers if you're more suited for a different style of offense and you want to get NFL ready, would you be better off playing elsewhere if you're Kyle Trask? Let's start with him. Is he back next year? Without a doubt. Without he a doubt, Frank. starter Frank. in the spring. Yes. He, uh, whoever they, they play an awful schedule next year, but whoever they open with, New Mexico. Eastern Washington, Eastern maybe. Western, I think. Yeah, I think it is. If he's not, if he doesn't run out of that tunnel, yeah, is the starting it'd be quarterback. Shocked. It'd be there's an investigation. All so right, there's no chance he leaves. He's the starting quarterback next year to start the season in for most of the. Season. Emory Jones, a very talented kid. You get excited when you see him go out there each time. Looks like he's getting better and better. Yes, yeah. You're now. He's now faced with the prospect of sitting for a third straight season. Does he have the patience, or does he go portal? And wind yeah. up spit out at LSU or something. That's the question. Okay. The question is Emory Joe. To me, it's pretty Trask and Franks. It's a pretty obvious answer. I gave you my Trask answer. Uh-huh. I'll give you my Franks. Will be easy one too. Okay. The, oh. the, the, the tough one I think is Emory Jones. Okay. Because I think Emory Jones, he's only going to be a redshirt sophomore. Right. I think I think Mullen has got to convince him. Listen, you got to re-recruit kids in this day and age. No don't question. You? He's got to convince him. Listen. Mm-hmm. A lot of these guys. Their second crack at it is when they became stars. Right. But that doesn't have to mean your second school. Right. Okay. I mean, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray and, and, and uh, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. they became great at their second school. You don't have to be great at your second school, mm-hmm. but your second crack at it. Emery, listen to me. You know I'm a running quarterback guy. Right. I need a dual threat quarterback. This Kyle is perfect is not, for Kyle you. is not that. Yeah. But he's our starter now. 
I, you've got my word. You're going to play way more. Uh-huh. We're going to start evolving into you. Mm-hmm. And you have two years when it's only you. Right. He's got to make him believe that. Of course, Emery's thinking you're only going to have one year of me only me. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> well, well, but if it's only one year, that means Emery was a really good year. Yeah. If for it to be well, one year, true. it's got to be a really good year. That's that, true. And so, so the point is, can Dan Mullen convince him? Trask is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Trask is their quarterback. No. Mullen, I mean, Emery could go somewhere. He could go because he he's good. Yeah, I agree. With you. He's, he throws a beautiful ball. Yeah, I he's think athletic. he's good. He could be a real. He could be one of those Kyler Murray type. Is guys. there any chance that Emory Jones could beat out Kyle Trask? No, there's a chance though. Well, not to start the season. Okay, is there a chance that he could play so well in the season? Mm-hmm. As the season moves along, the 2020 season. You're not going to have the ilk of receivers that you've had this year. And the depth of them. Yes. And the, the, uh, a, lot of, a lot of that is Grimes is a big part of this. Yeah. Okay. Copeland Stay will be back. Guy. I think Tony will be back. Kyle Pitts will be the best tight end in America. Well, Gr- if you give me Copeland, Pitts, Grimes, and Tony, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm feeling pretty well, good. You're going to have them. Yeah. Now if you have Grimes with them. Okay. And so, so the point is, I think you evolve more into what I think. I think Trask is clearly the starter in spring. Okay, he clearly is your starting quarterback. And he's going to have a big year, but I think you see more of Emory Jones this year. You look. It, I mean, there have been a lot of opportunities late in games to put Emory in. He mm-hmm. hasn't done it. Okay, it's Kyle Trask's team. Okay, I mean, I mean, look. I mean, at the end of the Missouri game, at the end of the Vanderbilt game, didn't you think he got Emory in later than you would have thought in yes. those games? This is Trask's the team. Missouri game. I may have even tweeted out, I'd like to see Emory get in because they can't stop a running quarterback. And Trask ran right back out there. Yeah, he did. So it's clearly Kyle's team. Okay. Much, it doesn't flip like that. Okay. So so for me, and Kyle Trask is thinking NFL, and believe me, you play a season at Florida, he's not going anywhere where the NFL is going to see him. Because somewhere else, he's got to learn new receivers, learn a new sure. system, learn new, learn, learn a new – Kyle Trask has proven he's not going anywhere. What of Felipe Franks, the third quarterback in the room? I think Felipe – Not counting Sproles, who has entered the portal. Yeah, oh, Sproles. I know Sproles, it hurts. The Sproles era is going to start somewhere. Valdosta yes. State, maybe. It's yeah, good start. for him. Yeah, absolutely good. And I love the way Mullen handled He was it. right. Mullen said, you know this what? This is what it's intended to he be. He stays here in case we need him. And, and the the reason the portal came around is for a kid like that who probably can't play for us, right. but has worked hard enough, deserves a chance to go play at, at Eastern Kentucky. Amen. He, he deserves that. Yep. Um, uh, Felipe Franks has to stay at Florida through the spring. Mm-hmm. There's no point, I think. He's, he's not even going to be able to play in the spring. Okay. So And then I think he probably, and I would even guess with the program's help. Encouraged. Find, well, well, I don't know about encouraged, mm-hmm. but once he shows that he wants to do it, mm-hmm. they, he's earned that. Right. They should say, okay, uh, Coach, it's my last year. I want to start. Yes. Mullen's going to say, uh, Felipe, you're not our starter. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not our – I'll let you compete for it in August, but it's clear the same this, – just Kyle's going to SEC media days. Right. Kyle <laughs> – dude, I think he's going to start the season as the all-SEC preseason quarterback. Look at you. Well, okay, who's, who's, who's ahead of him? Let's assume Fromm's out. If Fromm comes Tua back, gone? Of course he's gone. Two two is going to go to the freaking combine. It looks like okay. All right. All right. So assuming from if Fromm comes back, he'll be the preseason All SEC quarterback. If Fromm doesn't come out, please tell me the preseason SEC quarterback. Well, by the way, Trask has been better than Fromm this year. Correct. Greatly statistically. So so yeah. who's, so when preseason when the votes come out, when the Athlons comes out, and all the preseason preseason SEC quarterback. Yes. Dan Hicken, I'm asking you out of South Miami, please. The red-hot Jarrett Guarantano. I don't think it's Jarrett Guarantano. I don't think it's Calvin. Uh, the three-name guy from Ole Miss. <laughs> the runner guy. The three-name guy. Yeah, right, right. The Plumley guy. He, yeah, he Miles Plumley Standish. 
<laughs> so, are you with me though? Yeah, that's fair. He's the preseason All SEC quarterback. You don't you don't say no. I'm not going to be the preseason All SEC quarterback at Florida. Okay. and transfer to UCLA. It doesn't work like that. One more quarterback name for you, Frank right. Frangie. Anthony Richardson. No, but actually, actually a good one. Okay. But I think he's definitely coming. Yeah, I do too. And excited, and and he will fit what they want to do. Yes. Oh yeah, he's yeah. yeah he'll work on his throwing, right. which he can throw. Right. There's also a kid at in the portal right now who visited Kentucky, uh, Joseph Gatewood. Gatewood. Yeah, I don't think he ends up at Florida. No, I th- I think Joey Gatewood. It was. A I fan. think Joey Gatewood be self. Go to Kentucky. Yeah, correct. He, number one, he got screwed. Okay? Yeah, he, he got, got screwed. He got a we, raw deal. Yeah. And so I now think Joey Gatewood mm-hmm. goes where he's going to be the quarterback. Yeah. I think you can't, you can't miss again. Does, you can't go. I mean, you've does got that, to, Does that crazy Cajun have somebody in line in Baton Rouge? I don't know. That I don't know. But, I, but again, you don't go unless you're going to be the quarterback. Understood. Yeah. And you don't know if he has to sit a year yeah. or not. Right. The beauty of Kentucky, mm-hmm. he's the quarterback. You know why? Because it's Kentucky. Yeah. I don't care who's back. Wilson, he's, he's, you don't care? Uh, no, I don't care. He's, no. a, he's the quarterback. So so I think he goes – and all we know is Kentucky because that's what he tweeted out. Sure. He may be, I think he's going to visit LSU and maybe right. Oregon. Is that – okay. Uh, but I'm not positive. But he goes where he's going to be the quarterback. So mm-hmm. for me, Trask is your quarterback. Okay. Um, I th- but I didn't finish with Franks. I think oh. Franks winds up going to spring at Florida mm-hmm. and then transferring to mm-hmm. Tulane. So you're also – you're suggesting, though – that it could be Trask and Richardson. I think if I, Emery correct. hightails it, yeah, you're you're. Cha- I think Emery's going to stay, uh-huh. but your challenge is getting him to stay. It's going to be tough. That, that's your, your challenge is getting now. If Emery leaves before spring, yeah, that could change the equation with Franks a little bit. Yeah, but I because then you are you're an ankle t- twist away, right? But I uh, but I think my guess is that Franks is the quarterback at Tulane mm-hmm. is a starter. Mm-hmm. That Trask is Florida's starter in the preseason All SEC quarterback. That Emory Jones is chomping at the bit, waiting his turn. But Frank, but Trask will be a senior. Emory knows it's his job, as long as he holds off Richardson, which he will. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. And I think Emory is a two-year. I think Emory plays a bunch next year, not like this year. I think he actually plays a bunch next year. All right. And then is your starter for two years. I think that's how it plays. All right, I like that. That's um, I think we go. All right, uh, uh, good stuff. More important. Uh, let's let's wrap though. Yeah. Uh, did we cover everything in football? I think we well, did. I think we have football done. Yeah. Let's get the hoop. Let's get a little hoop in. First of all, give me a score for the game. Uh, I like Florida big. I, I, I like 48. Um, I think we throw a couple extras yeah. at them. And, yeah. You know, 20. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go 48 20. I'll go 38 21, which is almost right on the line. Yeah. I'll go 30. So, I, think, I think we cover that spread. I'm. I'm Listen, uh, you know, I, I, it's not my favorite team. That school out west, yeah. and, and and the searing memory of me uh, with them is when they what what pisses me off more than anything right. is when they carry the Gatorhead. Yeah, they like the, you don't like the Gatorhead. I, I don't like that. They had a side I, game at Boston College. We got them some sod in Chestnut Hill. Sod game. That's what's happened to the program. It really wasn't sod either. It's just, turf. In case just, you guys own Chestnut Hill. Went and got them some sod at Chestnut Hill. <sighs> Oof. So um, oof. The uh, all right. So um, now. If you want to keep their coach yeah. and take the interim off him, yeah, I'll take a ten point win. Yeah, <laughs> and he stays. And he stays. Uh, let's get to basketball. That was a big week. Where are you, you Frank White yeah. haters? Mike White, Mike haters. White Frank White, yeah. the former yeah. second baseman yes, of the world. Yes, he was. Where are you, the Mike White haters? Yeah. Where are you? Yeah, that was a good win, and that was a uh, it was a good weekend. It was a really good weekend, and because it started, I mean, it was it was it was a tough weekend. It was good, you know. It was like, well, this St. Joseph's team beat UConn. 
Yeah. All right. They beat and then they beat Miami. Right. They're not going to beat Miami. They did. Yeah. And then they won a championship. Yeah. What a great weekend. It was and they And that's a good team they beat Xavier. You better believe it is. Yeah. And and I thought they played the way we all expected when they were ranked 6 to play. Yeah. They played they made shots, they played fast. Yeah. Blackshear is a dominant player. They made shots it, too. Right. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Got, well, when you're little, they're going to be little. Yeah. Cuz he's going to play Keontae Johnson's a really good player. He is. He's the MVP of the tournament. He deserved it. But he's a little four now. Right. I don't care. I don't care what you say. In today's basketball, that's true. A six foot five power forward is small. I don't care how high he jumps. I don't care how broad his shoulders are. <laughs> a six foot five power forward is small. So if you're going to play him at the four, now look at one game in the, in the middle game there. Right. Against Miami, mm-hmm. they played an awful lot of big where they played right. Payne, Blackshear, and Johnson together. Also, by the way, remember the first game, Blackshear. Right, that's right. So they went. So they went big with Payne, Blackshear, and Johnson together on the front line. I think you're gonna, Dan. I think when they get to the SEC, you're gonna have to see more of that. You like that? I, I think. Yeah, I think you have to do it some. Yeah. And that and that was Lewis at the two, and both Mann and Locke were out of the game. Now, when Locke starts making his shots, oh gosh, that's good. Here's one thing that I thought about the championship game. Okay. Everybody loves Nebhart. He's smooth. He's right. six five. He's thicker this year. He really runs the offense. But he's not a, he's not fast. You know, when Glover comes in there, they're much faster. So he ups, so he changes the tempo. But did you hear the story on that kid, by the way, named it, after Jacquez Green I, I from the story. Gator was, fans growing up in Knoxville, Tennessee? I, so they named, I didn't know that until I, I did hear on, <laughs> on one of the broadcasts. That's good. But, Dan, they're, if Nebhart, they're going to need Nebhart to score. Right. He's not going to just be – he's going to have to – Andrew Nebhart's going to have to make threes. And he, and he did and he when he it. was open. Yeah, and so he – but he shot the ball really well in this. Don't tournament. force him, right? But they have they have really they, the ball movement is good. Yeah, they, but he's going to have to make some shots. Yes, that, that's the uh, and Scotty. I'm telling you, when Scotty Lewis gets going, he's got that first step. The athleticism we finally boy, saw oh some boy, of that, we right? Really did. So yeah, I like where they are. They All right, play, so Marshall, Marshall Friday night, Butler, and then Providence, Providence right? Utah State, correct? Long Beach State, yeah. They're not great teams, but they're good teams. They're I don't know enough about them. So the I'm, only but, game on the only game that you just mentioned that's on somebody else's floor mm-hmm. is Butler. Okay. Okay. So Marshall's at home Friday night. They yep. win that one. Right. Providence is a that's a that's uh, a sunrise game or no? No, that's Utah State's a sunrise Utah State's game. a sunrise game. Providence is in Gainesville on a Tuesday night, the seventeenth, I want to say. I don't have the yes. schedule up, okay. Yes. But the uh I'm trying when's the Butler game? The Butler game is the that's, seventh next okay. Saturday. Okay, so that's a, that's the toughest game. Yes, because they're home. Marshall they win mm-hmm. the following Saturday, a week from then. At Butler's a tough game. Okay, that's a tough one. Right. Then there, then the Providence is a Tuesday night at home. Right. Which I think they will win. Right. Utah State is in Miami. They'll Utah win State, by the way, I'm looking here, fifteenth in the country. Yeah, they're pretty good. But they're pretty. But Florida will beat them in sunrise. Okay, Utah State's. That's not good. Utah Valley State no, who played Kentucky. U- no, it's Utah Just State. Keeping it clear. <laughs> is this and, Utah State of um, Eric Hipple? Great call. <laughs> I think. Well, I may have watched in the Orange Bowl against the University of Miami years ago. Yeah, the, the story about is Eric, that right, Eric Hipple? Eric, the best Eric Hipple story is when Scott Brantley <laughs> hit him so hard, yeah. his helmet flew off, and I thought his head flew off. The uh, do you remember? Do you remember the shot Brantley? I Tampa Bay don't. Bucks? Top. Uh, Hipple was playing for my. You'll see okay. it on YouTube. Hipple played for the Lions. Yes. Scott Brantley played for the Bucks. Brantley hit him so hard. I, I'm not convinced his head wasn't in the helmet when. Oh my goodness! Long. So you'll see it's on YouTube. Uh, I feel very, very uh, vindicated and proud of myself for getting Eric Hipple to Utah State. Well done. Thank you very much. But but again, <laughs> beat Marshall. Yes. Six and two. 
Um, Nine and two, eight and three, going into conference play. That's correct. And I, and I, and you I feel would, good about that. I do. And I, after the start, yeah. And yeah. I, and the freshmen will have played. Yeah. You had a lot. Of, the young guys will have played. Yeah. Man. The, your young guys got to play. And Mike White have any? Uh, uh, yeah. Mike White hears the detractors. Sure he does sure he, does he have any uh, cause to uh, you know puff up a little bit? And I don't fire think he's back? that guy. He's not. I, I think, I'm just. I, at, think, I think he's still figured out. Yeah. Even though it's four or five years in. Yeah. He still followed the greatest legend the school will ever have. Sure. I think he understands that. I think he also understands the program has not been – there's been a year or two where it hadn't been quite – even though he's won 20 games three years in a row, mm-hmm. it hasn't been quite – or four years, it hadn't been quite what he wanted it to be. Right. That's why he gutted it. That's why they, he sent – that's why he sent Keith Stone and and what was the guy's name? The uh, Not Bassett. Bassett's still there. Yeah. Oh, uh, the 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 six five guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he sent Ocaro check. Uh, yes, Ocaro's out. Clean house. Stone's out. Yeah, I'm thinking, forgetting the guy's name. But yeah, I know uh, you're talking about. But they, they, he cleaned out. What it was, can I think of it? It was time to. It was it, Ballard. Ballard. Very good. So Ballard, Ocaro, Stone. He, it was time to clean him up. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't do that, Dan. If he doesn't understand that they haven't been what he thought they should have been. Um, good times ahead for Florida basketball. Big win over the weekend. Today's Gator Podcast brought to you by Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, Northeast Florida's premier orthopedic physicians, providing an unparalleled level of care. Visit Southeast Orthopedic Specialists, Riverside, Ponte Vedra, Northside, Southside, Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. Well done, Frank Frangie. See you, Hank.